1: Podcast is part of the sports Social Podcast network: You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester till I die
0: TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts.
1: Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester till I die TV by subscribing on YouTube. I'm following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes!
2: Leicester till I die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. Right, all right about that. How you doing? Good evening, everybody. Welcome along, fellow Fox fans. You know what I'm going to say. How the devil are you? I hope you are well. Um, No football this weekend. And it makes me laugh because we always say, oh, we've been complaining about how we've been playing and VAR and, you know, decisions that were being made. And yet we miss it when it's not here, don't we? <laughs> we do. We do. Well, Leicester fans, do we? I don't know about Burnley fans. But we'll, we'll find out later. It is Leicester Till I Die TV. You can catch us live on Twitter, at Leicester TID, on Facebook, Lester Till I Die, the group, and on the old YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. And if you're not watching on YouTube, please get over there ASAP and subscribe to the channel. It would help us out enormously. And if you want to listen to us rather than watch us and who can blame you, um, podcasts, we are all over the place. Just um, search Lester Till I Die, and we're on Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, Google Anchor, Spotify, podcast addict to name but six. Just because I can only get six on the graphic. And if you have a smart speaker, you know what to do. You just ask it to play the podcast "Lester Till I Die." I don't know why you have to say the podcast. It doesn't work if you don't. Maybe if you just say "Lester Till I Die," you'll you'll get a funeral taker, con- uh, undertaker, contact you. Who knows? Who knows? But. It is. It's a bit of a different show. You can see at the top there, um, there's two of us up there. There's a good looking one there and then there's the northern guy there. (laughs) It's the monthly review show and we're going to be doing this at the end of every month and looking back at the previous month, me and, well, basically, he's my brother from another mother. It's Dan from Turf Morehouse TV. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you?
0: I'm pretty good, Chris. I say I'm pretty good. I'm I'm soldiering on, soldiering on. True northern (laughs) grit prevailed.
2: Northern shit, did you say? (laughs)
0: Actually,
2: actually, talking of shit, guys, there is uh, what I've done, because as you probably know, I did two... I've had to rename them. We used to call them the shit shirt shows. I've had to call them the rather disappointing new kit show or something like that. But I've put them both together. I don't I, I know if you've seen it yet, Dan. And then at the end, I did. I've I kind did. of done a done an overall home and away yeah. best up to, up to worst. Uh, I'm not sure where Burnley are. Leicester, obviously, up at the top end, of course. you weren't I think gonna... we're
0: about 13th. I think you put us about 13th overall.
2: Yeah, I must have been generous that day. <laughs> your, your, your kit's useless, it really is. And your shitties as well. But we are pleased <laughs> to have you here because you're no, not so well. Me. You're not so well. I mean, you know, I can see, you know, hopefully the tissues that you've got next to your computer are for blowing your nose on.
0: They definitely yeah. are. They definitely are.
2: You don't need man's eyes from what Kate's told me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've used all the pockets as up. Well.
2: <laughs> in your pocket, yeah. <laughs> you got any of those holes at the bottom of your pocket, haven't you? I oh, know.
0: mate, honestly, I've got an array. It's like a bar behind here, literally. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I'm full of it all.
2: Dan is sponsored by Boots, but other chemists <laughs> are available.
0: <laughs>
2: and did, why are you in? Did you get something for the weekend?
0: Oh, I did. I did. Yes. Um, some anusol. They they were just running out, but they have one left. Oh, so I'm don't sorry. worry, Chris. Don't worry, because I know you sent me your address, so I'll get it sent to you as soon as I can.
2: Cheers, mate, because I I tried using anusol once. It was a real pain in the arse.
1: Hey. Hey.
2: <laughs> oh oh we're gonna we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get taken off air tonight, I'll tell you. <laughs>
1: but
2: do, do tell me you're gonna be my regular other half. You are my um Susanna Reed to my Piers morgan if you like my uh, my my ball to my cannon. Uh, <laughs> to uh you've been called worse I know that. I, I uh, definitely have. But where can people find you? I know we we put it, it's in the description below but just give uh, all your channels a shout out.
0: So yeah, I don't think I've been doing much shouting Chris but I'll certainly give it a go. Um obviously <laughs> it's at turfmore house. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh youtube spotify which is something that chris keeps reminding me to uh to get into so it's always nice to have that constant reminder but yeah i'm going to be a regular on here so if you you don't like me turn off uh but 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 (laughs) sit tight sit tight because chris is a fantastic content creator so i do sit down and have a watch hopefully i speak some sense
2: yeah, uh, I'll let you know about that. <laughs> Hello to Ankit, um, Almighty Blues FC Chelsea uh, fan channel. There, get over there and check him out. He does cricket as well, but apart from that, he's, he's a nice guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we are we are good. It's gonna be one of those nights, I can tell you. Do 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 check out my uh, rather disappointing new kit uh, video though. Uh, some some good music on there. Right, so what we're going to do then, um, young Daniel, and I should have gone to Specsavers, is to say every month we're going to be looking at the past month. We're a bit late this month because I wasn't really up to it last week. And unlike yourself, I didn't battle through. I gave in to the man flu much, much more easier than you. Um, it's interesting. <laughs> and Kit said it's always good to watch <laughs> you two. Can I just say, I do tell Dan to shut the blinds and it doesn't he did say it earlier to me he said let me know when you're in and i'll i'll, I'll, I'll show me face but I don't, that put me off it was like boom, straight but anchor.
0: too many curtains to play around we are too up to down That's all you know <laughs>
2: Uh, it's anything it's anything I can pull these days. <laughs> <laughs> Terry. Uh, we're not going to get much football done today. Uh right. good evening, Terry. How are you? And how's the dog? And I don't mean the missus. <laughs> and i Mrs. Fuller is a lovely lady, I am sure. Uh, but you do have fun with your dog when when you when you hear uh brad's alarm going off but right we have our coke already it's a nice bedtime story oh you've come to the wrong place so like i say we're gonna we're looking back at september just the main talking points uh of september and these are kind of the ones um that we sort of come up with if you like so they there you go look at look at you look at you gazing up at me lovingly <laughs> you know, he's there
0: and you're trying your best to keep your eyes off me, like, don't look at him. Don't give him time of day. Don't,
2: don't. I know, I know. So think of England. Think of England. <laughs> I didn't realise how bad that looked just now. But anyway, the <laughs> topics we're going to be covering, as well as your, your and my love affair, um, is VAR, is it fit for purpose? I know we've touched on that before, but both Dan and myself have sort of, as our teams, Burnley and Leicester, have... Um, have, have Leicester, we say, um, had a a few crosswords to say about VAR uh, this last month. Uh, Club ownership in the English Premier League, Derby County administration, and as we laugh about Derby, we don't laugh laugh because we've been there, certainly Leicester. Uh, The September international break, is it just too soon? And was it worth even doing them anymore? And then uh, we're also going to be looking at one or two of the games that have shocked us. And then anything that you want to talk about, stick it in the comments and we'll come back at, at, at the end. Um, but first of all, Static, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Hope you are I'll well. How mate?
0: Hope you're well. Uh,
2: I do like Static. You always know where to find him. He never moves because he's always static. <laughs> <sighs> oh, come on. I'm trying my best here. Um, t- <laughs> talking of which, I... And every time you're on, I'm going to play this. Oh, so to say... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby! Yeah! The... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Riley, Mrs. Riley is, um, is Dan's, Dan's mother, and, um... She keeps complaining was. that she doesn't get my paternity checks. <laughs> <You know? laughs> she was, you've disowned her, have you? You filed, her, you filed for adoption. <laughs> I have. I have. <laughs> oh, she, she's she's oh, anyway, I do give her my best. Because <laughs> I always did. Um <laughs> right, should we shall we make a start? Shall we make well, let's a do start? It. Yes, Let's do it. Before we got taken off, and I've just got to just got to play you this. And scrap I mean. it, scrap VAR, scrap it this weekend over the international break because it's worthless, pointless, a total waste of time. Agreed. If just if the if Jeff says it, then and believe it or not, that is actually from a few seasons ago. Now. We, we've sort of, well, you know, you, you've played us and we're a, um, a, a victim of VAR, shall we say, for the third goal. Um, you've scored, you scored more in, against us than you did the whole rest of the season. Um, we've had it with Brighton. We've also gained, if you like, because as you lost it in the game against us, we gained by it, it not being allowed. But I just find, for me, we are how many years into it now? And, you know... I, with tennis, I was I was doing a jingle with for John Machina, you know, that you cannot be serious, yeah. and how bad that was. Now, you don't know, hear tennis players hardly complaining about it, but here we are no. with football, and it does not get any better.
0: It doesn't. It's absolutely pathetic. Um, I mean, <clears throat> we all have to go back to, as you say, that left the game. You know, ch- uh, a winner choked out in the dying minutes. Uh, the week after, you know, we're at home to Norwich. Uh, Vidra's clearly punched full-on in the head by Tim Krull. Everybody on the so- Soccer Saturday panel said it's a penalty. I don't even know why it needs check-in. Uh, and we still didn't even get that. Um, which is why I said to you earlier about, you know, refs being fast-tracked to the Premier League. I think it's a joke. Um, it, it's just... It was meant to be there to cut out the wrongdoings in the game. If anything, predominantly for... You know, fouls in the build-up to goals, uh, d- diving. It's not. It wasn't meant to be used for checking goals. It doesn't even get used to check whether the throw-ins are correct. It doesn't get used to get checked if, if it's definitely a corner or if it is or if it isn't. It's, you know, it it's used how they want to use it, and it's been taken a bit too far. And as you say, when you've got mates who have been in the refereeing game for quite a long time, you sort of. You know, you don't want to go against what your mate's saying. But sometimes you've got to be the bigger person. There's a reason why it's there. And it's not just that, but everybody can see it. You can say now that if you're a fan and sat in that stadium, you, yeah, okay, they're not showing you the replays. But you can see the replay when you watch Match of the Day. You can see the replay when you go onto your club's website and they produce their content because they'll show it. They won't shy away from it. And, you know, you can make that judgment yourself. You know, was it a penalty? Is it not? You know, has it been choked out? I only have to go back a few years when, you know, uh, I, I think it was Chris Wood got knocked down in the box against Bournemouth. Bournemouth cleared the ball, went up the other end and scored. They were celebrating because they, they sort of took, uh, I think, took it to level. And uh, it got choked off and we got a penalty. You know, he brought it back. Fair enough. You know I, I suppose, in a way, you can't argue for it as well as against it. Now, don't get me wrong; I think human error was one of those things. You'd meet up with the opposition fans in in the cricket in the cricket club as, you know, as from a Burnley side of things. You'd meet the opposition fans in there, and you'd say, you know, referee saved your arse tonight. Referee, you know, yeah, okay, referees took a lot of blame, but people weren't sending death threats. People weren't going VAR this and VAR that. You know the referees had a let's say the referees had a bit of a shocker. That's it for me. The the game against Norwich recently, Kevin Friend. I'm sorry, but you were an absolute joke. You were whistle happy. You made Kevin, the game all careful about careful you with,
2: with Kevin Friend. We 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 like Mr. Friend.
0: Uh, well, he, he was a friend. He's now he's now a, a, a frenemy. Let's call him that. Let's call him that. <laughs> um, it, it it was a joke though. I mean, the standard of refereeing, especially from someone like Kevin Friend, who's been around the game for a long time, you know, you'd expect it better. But yeah, it, it, it's one of it's one of them. Maybe he's thought it's Burnley against Norwich, you know, it's going to be scrappy. Let it let it go. But that's not the case. If you but get full, was, on, like, full on pummeled in the head, but last I mean,
2: night I was watching as you do. Uh, when you know neither you nor me as we know from the uh, twitter messages we're both up at like four in the morning because neither (laughs) of us could sleep um and when you and you go on you go on your computer youtube folks youtube okay you tend to find that you've gone down about five or six clicks and you watch something completely different to what you'd started out and I've got the attention span of a goldfish, so I like the short, <laughs> the short videos. And I was watching the um, Chelsea Spurs game when Leicester won the title, and it ended up in like WWE at the end. And the guy that was uh, the referee, and I can't remember who it was now, but he actually said he was not going to send anybody off, no matter how bad it got, because he wasn't going to have Spurs turn around and say you cross us the title. It's it's yeah. got it had nine cards on the day, um, which is more than any other game in the Premier League ever. But he said he wasn't going to send people off. So I suppose these kind of maybe in the back of people's minds, sometimes the refs do think that's that.
0: the that's the thing though. It's the last game in the you know it's a dying last game of the season. This is a game that's what not even a month and a half in. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you and you and you just letting the game go on. You know, it, it got stopped, <coughs> sorry, it got stopped for a review and it still wasn't given, which I think is, you know, when, as I say, when pundits are saying it didn't even need to be reviewed, you could clearly see it was a, a full-on collision to the head, he's been punched in the head. Um, if not, if not the case, you know, there were an incident, early, you know, in that game, there were two or three incidents where it could have been a penalty. There were a push from Grant Hanley in the back for, for Vidra, um, which could have been soft, but you do see them given. Uh, and there was also another one, I think, again, with Grant Hanley, which was, you know, probably not not so much. But in, on the flip side of this, Vidra never got carded. You know, oh. if, if, he, if he's simulating diving and you're going to wave it on and say, get up, and this has happened three times now. He's been punched in the head, he's tripped in the box, and then he's gone down again. It's okay going once, you know. Get up, get up. I mean, VAR shows that it were a clear punch to the head, but afterwards, you know, um, why, why has it not been booked say, for simulation?
2: Why has it not been people... booked for simulation? Yeah, I agree. But a lot of people with the with the ref oh, it used to balance itself up over time." Um,
0: Dash says that every week. You know, you
2: can't say that about VAR, because VAR is not supposed to be about balancing it up. VAR is no, supposed to be about getting it right. And funny enough, that clip that you saw me earlier with the Jeff Stelling one, it was actually a Leicester Arsenal game. Paul Mercer yeah. was covering it, and he couldn't believe with VAR that Leicester didn't get, a, I think it was a penalty, because it, it, it was an obvious one. And I, I go back um to, 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 to the Brighton game, and we... We we lost to Brighton and um, you know we 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 had VAR trouble um, about um, Harvey Barnes being stood in front of their goalkeeper and yeah. there was twice he was, he was he was he was he was stopped and you had on match of the day that night ex professionals uh, <sighs> there was Ian Wright and there was Alan Shearer both going talking and say, well, you know, you could see that the Leicester guy was fouled before, he was being pulled down, therefore that should have been given as a foul before, you know, the the goal was disallowed, etc, etc. So they could see it from an ex-player's point of view. So, uh, what I've said is that VAR itself is fit for purpose, what's not fit for purpose is the people that are running it. Now, years ago, you know, refs were like butchers plumbers you know electricians yeah to, yeah uh, and then they made them professional <coughs> still didn't get any better you i mean I, I i do a I do a tuesday show every every tuesday believe it's, it or not we find handy to do the tuesday show on a tuesday <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, i say some stupid things sometimes with an ex-leicester professional julian watts and he um he comes on and he uh, he gives things from a professional side. Now, you know he's in, in finance, I believe now. But and I said like there must be players from the lower leagues, like you know the the, the League One and League Two, that aren't going yeah. to get these fancy jobs in in the media for Sky or or or, or, or BT or any of the newspapers um, that would probably. You you know that we're losing, but they know they've played the game. Why aren't they being offered the chance? And even Julian said, "You know what? If I was offered it, I'd bite the hand off."
0: And See, I, like- I'm I'm with you. I'm with you, but I'm also against you, and I'm only only I'm only against it because of what recently former player Jamie O'Wara came out with. You know, and this this knocking the league down to 18 teams that these clubs don't deserve to be there because the fan base has said, "Oh, we're going to give it a go this season." How many? Sorry, sorry for swearing, but how many? in years did in Liverpool say it's our year it's our year it's our year and you were talking bollocks I'm sorry I'm sorry you were talking absolute bullshit and then you know shall we shall we liquidate them should we get rid of them because they were they were nothing it took them long enough I have to keep calling it you know just because this is that's the best thing about it a team gets promoted and you get to pit your wits against the big boys I never thought I'd see Burnley do that in my lifetime. I never thought I'd see Burnley still six seasons consecutively now in the Premier League. I didn't realise we'd become a staple. I mean, at the moment, the staple's coming a bit loose, as you can see. You've always
2: been a bit loose, Dan. No, no I, <laughs> I agree totally. And like I said, whoever you put there, it's still, it's still a human that is making those decisions. Yeah. Right? So you're still yeah. going to get the odd thing wrong. What I'm thinking of is at the moment, well, it's no better than 50-50 with some decisions that you get some that you don't. Where if you've got an ex-player and he looks at that and he can see everything that these pundits can see at Sky and at BBC Match of the Day afterwards because they're using the same cameras. So he can see everything. And you've also got two there as well. You've got a VAR ref and an assistant VAR so, you've got a referee, a fourth referee who just holds the board up with some pretty colours on a couple of times a game. You've got <laughs> two, like, two assistant referees, a VAR and an assistant VAR. You've got six so called, um, um, what do they like yeah, um, officials.
0: Yeah, match officials,
2: they, yeah. They still <clears> could <throat> not, you know, if there were matches, they couldn't strike a light between them. You know, no. and I just think, I can, you know, and, and it is the interpretation. We're making it black and white, you know. We're looking to say, is that a goal or was it a foul? And then you've got this, well, it was an addition. Diff- I mean, you know, you could say that um, when Leicester won won the FA Cup, which we did, just to get that in there, <laughs> Tillerman's goal, it came from, I always say, Perez actually get, not winning the ball, just getting his body in the way. <laughs> and it bouncing off to Luke Thomas, who passed it to 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 um, to to, to, Tillemans to go on and score. Now it, you could argue that it hit Tillem, um Perez's hand, but it was shot at him. So yeah, there yeah. wasn't an awful lot he could do. But it wasn't the case of well, you know, as the next player would say, yeah, he couldn't have got his hand out of the way anyway." Look at that. It was oh, it was in a different uh, different part of the you know section of the game or something, whatever they say. And I just find it's bullshit, to be honest with you. Yeah, it is. It is. You
0: know. I'll t- tell you another thing that get, gets to me as well, but every single year we keep trying to implement new rules, tweaking the rules. The old saying, it goes, don't, change, don't fix something if it's not broken. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's the point? What is the point? And half of these referees are going, "All oh, right, so what's classed as ball and what's not? It's not like they're being told during the off-season... You need to come into the FA. You need to sit down. You're going to be put through another test. The rules have been changed. We need to know that you've adapted. No, they're on the jollies, just like the other Flaming footballers around the world. They're enjoying it. They're enjoying their off season.
2: You the know, question I would not, ask you from there it's a joke. is why are we changing the rules? So Exactly. Why? is now a game that, let's be honest with you, is, you know, most. Premier League players are pansies. You stick them in the rugby league match and, and they'd, they'd run off crying to the mother. You know, oh, yeah, they're also they, fall out. Yeah, you, you fart next to them and they fall over and do a pirouette. And so, but you know, sorry, Corny, <laughs> sorry, what?
0: Sorry, Corny,
2: <laughs> don't say that out loud. I wasn't referring to him at all, <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, why? why change the rules why not get a set of rules stick at it because let's be honest with you we've all had jobs where things change all the time and my last couple of jobs were in the finance business and of course with it being financial the rules change every couple of months you couldn't
0: keep up with
2: it you know so you've got to feel sorry for them in a bit and you said earlier um that it should be used for things like dives and fouls, and I keep coming back to the one in the in the Euros, the Italian, that was down in the box claiming yeah. the penalty, was in absolute pain. He probably wasn't going to walk again, and suddenly because Italy scored, he was up and running after. Now VAR should be looking at that, and say that's cheating. Yeah, it
0: is. You're, It you're is. Going
2: get, you're going to get a one match ban for that. And I tell you, it's, it's
0: same as it's same as the corner thing against Leicester. Yeah. You know, he, he went off the pitch. No, I, I, am I'm, I'm, I'm open to speaking about that. I think obviously, okay, Dash is right. He's learning the league, but he's not, he's not dumb. He's not dumb. He knows if you're injured, you go off the pitch. It's, it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's an old, yeah. it's an old testament rule. It's not, it's not something that's happened overnight. He went off. He kicked the ball out, went off the pitch. He shouldn't have come on. That's time waste. It's time wasting. Yeah. It's cheating. It's sort of in a way match fixing because you're trying to fix it in your. You know, that's that's the same with David. As
2: I may have mentioned in the post-match show that it, I, I did call him a cheat. But if, yeah. if if VAR, and let's be honest with you, they can write notes down as they're going along. Because there's two of the buggers there watching the game, you know. Yeah, of the tea and putting the feet up. And, oh, we're in the nice walk. So that the assistant VAR could be making a note of that while the VAR, main VAR guy's watching the game. He could write that down, go back, Let's say ban Cornet for a game, and say right, you know, you 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 were cheating or whatever. you or, you know, you were you were you were simulating, etc. would then yeah. say, "Shit, we've just paid X million for him, and we can't use him now. He would soon be having a go at Cornet. He'd soon be yeah. stopping and doing it again, because the, the, the managers don't want to lose the best players. So why isn't it being used for that?"
0: Exactly. Dash has been saying for years as well that he's the only one in manager's terms that, that's always talking out about Darwin and mm. nothing seems to get done about it. So he said, you know what, what's the point? I can keep going on about it. and Nothing's going to change. I mean, if that was Pep Guardiola, if that was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, if that if, if that was all these big teams that clubbed together and said, Darwin needs to be cut out the game, cut it out now, that would be sorted in a heartbeat. That would be done tomorrow. You know, <coughs> sorry, new rules would have been added. Um, It'll have been, you know, uh probably what uh, I don't know. Introduce a sin bin for Christ's sake, if that's what you're going to do. Introduce Let me just that read this to you. Suppose. I found this.
2: I found this before we did it, uh, before we did the show, and uh it's what are the new VAR rules for the 21 22 Premier League season. Um. And the controversy has only continued into the 21-22 season, despite the Premier League attempted to tackle this by changing their guidance for the new campaign. Uh, VAR will no longer award penalties for any contact from a defender to attack. I'm not going to go in them in detail, but just, yeah. um, just do it. Another change to penalty and fi- foul guidance, which will please defenders, is back in. When strikers nudge or back into a jumping defender, it's not a penalty... Um, Thicker lines are now being used when measuring offsides. Um, this will give the benefit of the doubt to attacking players once more. <laughs> Yet yeah, right. Um, there'll be changes to how TV viewers see the decisions being made. I don't think there yeah, is. Yeah, because they don't
0: see them. They don't see they don't him, them,
2: that's the thing. There, yeah. Offsides will also now be measured from the bottom of the armpit. What? Uh handball walls have been tweaked. Assistant referees are now allowed to flag more often for blatant off sides rather than wait for to, the move to play out. What? Now, I mean, how many? I mean, if you're sat there and you've been doing something for two or three years, and you make a decision on what you thought it was, and you think, "Oh shit, that's changed now," but it's too late because yeah. it's going to happen, and you're like, it "The whole thing, the whole, VAR, I think." I was a great advocate of VAR but it just needs it's like it's like putting somebody you can't drive behind the wheel of a truck
0: yeah which is what Morris is trying to do anyway so yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, again it goes back to what you were saying I only have to think back to what, 2 3 seasons ago chris wood scored a goal um and the referee put his flag up for offside yeah but because he because he blew and the flag had gone up for offside, instead of waiting for the actual matter to happen, the goal wasn't allowed to stand, even though it was onside, because it had already been flagged. If anything, you should be able to overrule that. That's why when Chris Chris Wood scored a second, but when, he, when he scored a second slash first, um, he, he went over and he celebrated like this, like checking going like that. <laughs> he do this celebration like that. you know, oh. It shouldn't be like that. There's nothing better than seeing the ball hit the back of the net. You went... That that millisecond, that millisecond when the ball hits the back of the net and the stadium goes from up on the feet, you could hear a pin drop and then your the net just like, ball it back a bit and then uproar. Now, yeah. you just stood there like a pensioner from Wigan going, very good, very good. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're literally waiting for this decision. You're looking at the screen going, will it be given? Will it not? Referee's gone to the centre circle. Wait, Now we can celebrate. It's too late by that point. I've already decided what beer I'm having, what pie I'm having at half time, and whether I eating a fish or a shit. And I don't know whether I don't know whether I should hold it because it's going to be packed. You have <laughs> such a <laughs>
2: succinct way of uh,
0: this thing. is the thing though. But this is the that, thing though. There's too much there's too much time wasting in a game. Yeah. This yeah. t- you know, all them incidents in that Norwich game uh, at the ninetieth minute, there were six substitutes used in that second half. There was all the drama and everything else. And he only had a two minutes extra time on at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Fast, in my opinion. Yeah.
2: Good evening yeah. to Neil. How are you doing, sir? From beyond the 19th, doing, do you? Like, we, we were comparing shirts earlier. Neil, I think yours is older than mine because yours was top styles. Or was that I, I don't I'm confused. I, I'm actually very sad because I, I have all my shirts in order of when, <laughs> of when they came out. Um and I've got a little tag on each one saying like fourteen fifteen season home <laughs> Twenty days
0: that were right the days when like, Matty Fryat were wearing it, weren't it?
2: hey, Matty Fryat. good old Matty. uh neil says you've you basically you you've, you've um you've come in after it, uh, Neil, but yeah, we basically what we were saying it's the stupid yeah. refs, yeah, you know, totally we've just said. Put X players behind there. You're not going to eradicate these things totally, but you're going to make it better. But hey, we've given virtually half the program over to VAR, and we've still got a lot of things to, to squeeze in. You know, uh, and you know what that's like with your trousers, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a bad sighting. Of, of, uh, I, I had I had the pleasure, and I, I use the word pleasure very advisedly. Of seeing uh, seeing Dan in Asda on on, a, on his life on his live chat, he was doing a what we, what we like to say doing a nippon, uh, for those of you that know. Oh, uh, we're dancing and all
0: for some reason I don't know why it must have been the beer, Chris.
2: I think it was. I think it was. Uh, you want to go into club ownership with the news that um, Newcastle have been sold finally, uh, one of the richest clubs in the country now, um, and. Derby fans are now asking for um, Mike Ashley to go and buy them. But we'll come on to Derby next. But um, what did you want to talk about with, with with club ownership?
0: I mean, it's a tough one, obviously. Fair enough. First of all, I want to say, obviously, congratulations to Newcastle. You know, it's been years in the making. You've wanted this. You know, the the consortium that we're interested in buying, you know, they could have just jumped ship and gone, look, we've got, we've got no luck here. We're We're a fish out of water. We're just going to end up dying out. And and they didn't. They persisted. They stuck at it. You know, okay, there's everything that <coughs> sorry that comes with it. You know, the Saudi Arabian human rights and things like that. You know, how's that going to be implemented? You know, it's all been discussed with the Premier League that this certain Saudis aren't actually going to be involved. They're sort of going to be, like, in the background. And this, um, I think, she's, what was she called? Is it Annette Stavely or something like that?
2: Yeah, something
0: like um, yeah, I think obviously she's come in. She's she's greeted some of the fans already. She said she wants to get them to you know win titles and cups in the next five or ten years. It's what you want to hear. It's what you want to hear. You know, fair play to Newcastle. They've always been a big club in a sense, you know, because of what they've had in terms of history. But now it's time to write their own. Um, mm. You know, I, am I envious? Of course I am. Of course I am. I mean we have got an owner. We got a brand new owner recently. You know, we're at the moment. Okay, he's not got the finances that they, they've got, no. but but who knows? Again, this takes me back to the comment with Jamie O'Hara when he said these these nothing clubs that have not that haven't won a game yet. He he forementioned Norwich, Burnley, Southampton, Newcastle. All oh, right, I bet you next week is ongoing. Oh, it's just Burnley, Southampton, and stuff. Would he have said the same about Southampton if they kept all the Danny Ings, and Vestergaard, and Bertrand and? And they're halfway up the table. I would agree
2: with him about Burnley. I'm going to be on
0: <laughs> <a few> <laughs> <people>. <laughs> Of course you would. Of course you would. No, I think obviously fair play, fair play to, um, to Newcastle. Obviously, their fans will be celebrating in their thousands. They'll have probably been wishing it were a Friday night. Uh, but who, who, who cares? It's Newcastle. It's student area. Thir- Thirsty Thursdays is all arranged the around there. So they'll definitely be a.
2: It's kind of funny because I I look at it and think, oh, that's another club that's going to be challenging us, challenging us for fifth now. But overall, I'm pleased. I mean, the funny thing was, I I kind of seem to remember that when Mike Ashley actually took over, that he was one of the fans. He was in the ground. Everybody was quite happy. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't given them that, and we've all, as clubs, had times when we've had bad owners. Um, we, 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 we've we been through it, not as bad as Newcastle, but this is what makes me laugh about Arsenal fans, and I know I keep always coming back to Arsenal, but this sort of, oh, we're not in Europe, and he's playing, I mean, it's been one season, Newcastle have actually put <laughs> up with this for, and the difference between, and I understand, look, you know, why Man United want to get the Glazies out, because they took a club that was self-sufficient, and he put them in, you know, more debt than they'd ever been yeah, in, yeah. In, in before, but, at least with Man United, they were still spending money. At least, you know, they were still getting, they're still getting these players in. And you could argue that Ronaldo has got in to placate the fans. You know, that's another yeah, story. Yeah, of course, but definitely. They still won things under them. Mike Ashley, um, <laughs> So I'm just loud. I'll bring this up in a second, Neil. Uh, Mike Ashley's just kind of ripped that club off. And that's the difference, you know. He was going to rename the stadium, wasn't he? The Sports Direct Stadium.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think he did for a season, to be honest. I think he did.
2: Did he actually? I know they I mean, had to change yeah. it back. I know they, they hated it. Our owners that we've got, and I know I go on about how good our owners are, but it was in, a, in a recent survey, we were the team with the most loved owners, and it's not surprising, really. I think, I think we got something like 96%. Um, which four percent of our fans aren't happy with our own? That's <laughs> what I want to know.
0: That's um, ridiculous.
2: But I do. I am pleased for them because they they have gone through Helen Black back and uh, and you know and I don't think and, and I don't class them any different to Bolton, any different to Berry, and Berry are no longer with yeah, us in yeah. the form they were before. Uh, it's just that obviously Newcastle are in the same league as us. It's bad to see, you know. If football clubs aren't run as proper businesses, and when you do get a club that's run as a proper business, it's successful, and it's difficult to get that that sort of success without spending too much money. And you could argue that Norwich are trying to do that and stay up. You know, and look at Everton.
0: You know. Look at Everton with the machinery guy. He's yeah. come in. He thought he could bring in Ancelotti. He thought he can bring in James Rodriguez. You know, make these make these signings and it's going to work. I mean, even prior to Ancelotti, he brought in Koeman and Koeman splashed money on players that were shit. Davy Klassen didn't do much in the Premier League. You know, mm. uh, he ends up moving on. You know, sometimes it's about risk and you've got to take risk. I mean, Man City didn't get it right at first. You know, yes, they had Rabinio, but they still had the likes of, a, of an, an ageing Craig Bellamy. They still mm. had people like... Uh, Stephen Ireland that were like 32 in the middle of middle uh, midfield Nader Manua a 20 year old on the right who was you know up up and coming it was only the season before that they were getting beat 5-1 or 4-1 off Middlesbrough you know what I mean it was uh, maybe <laughs> maybe a season or two before but I, the do, thing the thing have I have is with that though I feel for the fans the fans 100% I'm with you brilliant absolutely fantastic news as a club do I shit it when we come up against Newcastle now Yeah. Yeah, because they're going to be seen as one of those that that are sort of clusters in that the big seven. Now, would you call it?
2: <laughs> oh no, because well, the problem the thing with Newcastle is they have got the fan base. Uh, yeah, of course they have. Yeah. Whether that's a fan base like United, Liverpool, Chelsea you've got around the world is another is another matter. Um, I think I know I think what you're it's saying. It's like that- a pizza
0: base. A pizza has a base, but depending where you buy it from, it could taste shit.
2: Yes, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know where you get your comparisons from sometimes. I'm but yeah. all the way, mate. Yeah, but, but, but so I don't know they'll be, they'll be then sort of be classed as the big step because that's Leicester. Yes, but what we've done, we're not worldwide huge, if you like. Um, I think we can definitely say the next manager to be sacked and the will now be Steve Bruce, without a matter of yeah. doubt, because I'm no disrespect to Steve, but I can't see, even if he's been given the money, to um, to buy out players. I don't think he's the manager that's going to take them to that next level. Yeah. Um, the thing with Newcastle is they've attracted Benitas in the past, so the company could attract a good manager, but it's going to take them a while. And I just hope that they don't do a Chelsea and just keep changing the managers. Because what that club needs at the moment is a bit of stability. stability. Yeah. And, and good luck to them, Neil from Beyond the Ninety, and get over there and uh, and and give them a follow up Beyond the Ninety. Um, always uh, always like to share other Leicester channels on here. So great channel, <laughs> uh, Neil. Get over there. I mean, <laughs> I, I, allegedly, I wish you would typed after that, but at the end of the day, he saved the club. But because we 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 were about to out of business for the second time, Neil, weren't we? But. You got, what worries me is all this, like, we do all this due and proper diligence and check the owners and all this, that and the other, but still, we get some really bad deals being done. Man City at one point were owned by um,
0: uh, a, a, a... Sheikh Mansour or Khaldun Al Mabarak one of those
2: possibly but oh oh, no i know you
0: mean yeah taxing shinawatra
2: that's it that's it i was not going to say it because i I have trouble with bertrand don't forget Uh, i'll just like to
0: say rich if rich is in the comments that's that's four answers from man city i could have give there just saying
2: (laughs) i want a question for you at the end by the way um oh um you put me off now. Yeah, <laughs> and then, but then you have the Knox, the Knox County guy who has, you know, got Sven down there and yeah. completely con berries owners are, are just, you know, they they bled the country. So all these, you know, oh, we're not having this club in because of human rights. So they don't give a, a shit. It's all about money. Because if they did the right so. checks, those people that we've just named would game market Portsmouth that Milan sold to. You know, yeah. he started the downfall there, and I just don't think that when when they do buy these clubs, that you know or they are checking the owners out. That they do they do really really good checks. They could certainly improve it.
0: Definitely. I mean, obviously, that probably brings us nicely onto Derby. I mean, the thing is, I've got a bit of an argument for Derby and Mel Morris because Mel Morris has pumped his own money in, yeah. and he's trying. And you can't say he hasn't put the finances there because he has. I mean, Pride Park's a nice stadium. It's got, it's Premier League quality stadium. And I know it's hard to say. I've been on the Leicester channel. I get that. Um, But all the the infrastructure is there. The infrastructure is there. The only problem is he has thrown money at it without having a reserve plan. He's not had a reserve plan and thought, and he's tried it for three seasons. He tried it with Lampard. He tried it with, you know, he's, he's now trying it with Rooney and it's not paying off. You know, it, it, don't, don't get me wrong, he's he's trying to get these big hitters in and he's hoping that it'll, it'll inspire the players. Sometimes you need to go back to the drawing board, bring yeah. somebody in like Ian Holloway or Mick McCarthy that's not been, in, not been around the managerial scene for a while because they know what, you know, take it back to basics. Same with Arsenal, they keep saying Arteta out. They win one game against Ta- Tottenham and it's Arteta in. You know, make your mind up. It's it's one of those things, you know, know. They you need to go back for the day to the days of George careful. Graham.
2: You've got to be careful what you wish for, because I can remember Blackburn Rovers, um, and they had um, Sam Allardyce in charge. And I've told this story quite a few times. They sold out, uh, um, Mr. Walker that owned him the Steel Magnet. Um So, well, you know, Blackburn Rovers, obviously, just you know, they're, they're the big team just down uh. the road from you. And, um, um, they sold out to these chicken farmers, I believe. They moaned that Sam Allardyce, they didn't want him, he didn't like his style of football. They got rid of him, put his assistant Steve Keen in charge, and I think they ended up in in the third tier at one point. So you do have to be careful what you work. what can we keep
0: show. talking about this. Ch-
2: Charlton Athletic, <laughs> Charlton Athletic again with Kirbyshley. Oh, we're fed yeah. up are finishing nine, tenth, eleventh. I bet you take that now, wouldn't you? So but the yeah. thing with the thing with Sunderland as, well. Is, Sunderland yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can think with Derby for me is that they've been in the playoffs quite a lot. Uh, you know, as as were Leicester in our day before we, we, we got up and stayed up. <laughs> and actually you've got to sometimes I mean, we had Sven come in. He didn't get us up, yeah, but we got Pearson back in, who, who, let's be honest with you, was a nobody. Really knew him; he hadn't done anything. wasn't a big name like then. Got us promoted, somehow kept us up with the Great Escape. The following season, you can't, you know, it would have been so easy for the Leicester owners after we lost to Watford and that and that playoff semi final with the Deeney goal, um, to have said, right, get rid of him. And then there was, a, there was a point in the next season, I think it was, when he nearly did... He was actually sacked because it was all... Oh, was he sacked then? He was reinstated. But Tottenham, who is the now the chairman, wanted to keep him. And it, you know, you, you know, it, it paid dividends. Burnley, you went down. You stopped with Sean Dyche. You came back up again. Derby have had so many managers that... Yeah. You just, and we, we said this the other night, you know, you get a manager in and it's Rooney now. So he'll be maybe getting some players in that he wants. Well, he, he can't at the moment, obviously, because of the the, the, yeah. the administration. But you know, as a club, you've got manager there. You play a certain style, doesn't work. They sack him. They bring another manager in, who's got different plans, different like doesn't like the players that were in before, and it starts starts again. If you like, you know, and that is not that is not successful. And I think if you're going to invest in a club. And I hope your owners do it. And the Russian, the guy that's bought um, uh, a Bournemouth down here, like with Leicester, it's a plan. Do you remember the is. guy? Do you remember the guy that owned Middlesbrough?
0: Yes, he you know, yes.
2: kept them up for a couple of seasons, but then they went down. Um, I think they got through to the two, two finals, lost one to us, and in the same season got relegated with Brian Robson as manager. But it was very good for a couple of seasons. Look at Leeds. Yeah, yeah. They, you know they took the gamble, and it nearly—well, it did ruin them.
0: Southampton did the same. They dropped down divisions, you know, yeah. and they've had to—they've had to climb their way back up. I look up teams like West Brom as well. You know, they mm. sat Slavon Village after just getting a draw against Manchester City. Where, like, Where's your logic in that? Mm. You know, I suppose that's why they call them boing-boing baggies because maybe he got a draw against City and they thought, shit, we might stay up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, the, But the thing is, as I say, going back to Mel Morris, he's tried to do it tactically. I do not think the fans should be against Mel Morris. I don't think he's put a foot wrong in a sense. I think, if anything, yes... In a way, you know, um, yeah, I'd say the loan players. I think the wages of loan players probably probably killed them off. Mm. But sometimes you've got to take a risk, and I think that's what Morris has done. I look at Preston. You know, we were always as a team. Burnley were always as a team mid-table in the championship for years and years. You know, Stan Turner made us a firm, solid mid-table championship side, and we always felt like we you know before Christmas we're flirting with playoffs we'd end up finishing 13th, 14th. And that's just how it was. You know, Preston, year in, year out, was in the playoffs, was just missing out on the playoffs. And, you know, they're in and out, in and out like yo, yo. They've never been up since. Since probably what, millennium? They've constantly yeah. flirted through the playoffs. I mean, yeah. it's only in recent years they've been down in the, you know, towards the bottom end of the championship. Yeah, But it just goes to show that sometimes you've got to take a risk. And I think that's what Mel Morris has done. The the person for me I like in charge of any club at the moment, uh, and I'm you know I, I'm gonna bring him up, he's probably uh Fleming Aquinton Stanley's chairman. Um I think he's done absolutely brilliantly. Just uh, because he beat
2: us last the other. No, night no, no, I'm not gonna even
0: mention that. I wasn't gonna mention that. It's just that I we think... had
2: the kids, it was the it was the EFL <laughs> Cup, which nobody bothers about when you when you're in the Premier League. It was the under twenty. I think you the sure? Pep Guardiola. Their
0: first team. Pep Guardiola wants Pep Guardiola wants teams like it in that league.
2: Well, that's that's a topic I'm going to be discussing <laughs> with Julian on Tuesday. Um, the, th- yeah, the thing is, though, a plan. I do he's like got it. A He does. Plan.
0: Yeah. The thing is, he, he doesn't. He doesn't look in the market. He doesn't look in the market and go right. We need this place to strengthen. We need that place to strengthen. He gets players that pretty much have had a bit of an hard time, non-league or whatever, and he gives them a chance. Colby Bishop, who plays up front, Dion Charles, that is up front for Accrington now, both two players that came from nothing. Colby Bishop were playing non-league football last season. He made the jump to League One, not last season, the season before. Makes the jump to League One. He's been touted for like at one million pound signing and stuff like that. Dion Charles has got into the Northern Irish international team. Okay, it's not hard. It's Northern Ireland.
2: <laughs> oh, <let's be> <laughs> with you, you could if you had a grandmother <laughs> from Ireland. And I think I think you're right. You do have to take a gamble, but. You can't... You, at some point, you can't... You've got to you have a backup over-gamble. plan. You can't over-gamble. You've got to have a, a backup
0: plan. Again, what Burnley... Burnley had it, you know, with Mike Garlic prior to Alan Pace. You know, Dash kept saying, we need to stretch the budget. We need to stretch the budget. You know, the chairman's too busy. Right, he's, he's sat on the zip. He won't loosen it. He won't let me in. He won't even look at the Queen's face on the father. He's not going to let me look at out And... He was adamant that we weren't going to get to spend anything. It's all about, you know, balancing the books and stuff. We all know berlin has been like that over the years, when we've had to sell our assets to stay where we were. Okay, back in the day, the RTV stuff, no, the RTV deal knackered us up, but we had to pay the, you know, pay the dividends in the long term. We had to sell on our big hitters, Akin Bailly in form, Danny Ings in form, Charlie Austin in form.
2: Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Three words that do not go together. Akin in form. I'm sorry, they are just three <laughs> words that nobody said ever. <laughs> no,
0: maybe, maybe in blue, mate. Maybe in blue, but in Claret and blue, you did absolute wonders. Let, uh, let
2: I mean, me ask you this question though, Dan. Let me ask you this question. Go on. Should fans of a club, as in let's say let's say I, I I'm down here in Bournemouth. Let's say I was born in Bournemouth, I'm a Bournemouth lad, and i have I've come up with this superb idea. I get back in on Dragon's Den. I'm a multi, 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 I'm a billionaire. For a minute,
0: I thought you were going to stop then and say, I'm I'm back down here, I'm in drag. That's what I thought you were going to say. And then you said, Dragon's Den, (laughs) or that. No, no,
2: no. No, no, no. But, you know, and then I, as a fan, are fans the wrong people to buy their own clubs, if you like? Because it's hard for them to take off and make proper business decisions you know, the, the owners, let's, do, let's go before all this foreign ownership in the Premier League, when <laughs> you're owned by, like you say, the Apologies. local butcher, Mike Garlick. You know, he was a TV guy, wasn't he, in Burnley? Bob Lord, um, butcher. But, can I just say, when I say TV guy, as in the electrical TVs, not that he used to walk around Burnley of a night in a, in a, in a pink floral <laughs> dresser talk. So you've got to be careful these days, haven't you? Um, and the decisions they made in running of the clubs, they would not have made in the running of their business.
0: Yeah, I mean, going back to your first question, I think you know fans having a percentage of the shares is great because you get a bit of a fan perspective. You sit down at a board meeting with these fans that own the shares. You know, oh, two yeah, or I'm three sports about people I'm on
2: about the big,
0: you know, the number, you know. Oh, some play, t- players like yeah, teams like Salford, not not Salford, um, FC United of Manchester. You know, they were bought out of all this Glazer stuff. You know, by a fan consortium, and that's been run by fans. You know, fair enough. It's sometimes yeah, it sometimes it works got out. The
2: money to blow, have they? No. You know, no. But if you've got if you've got a local entrepreneur that's worth millions,
0: he just. But he, even that's not even that's not worked. Even that's not no, worked. Look, saying, in, look, doesn't, in, doesn't, look, look at who is it? Um, Glenn Tamplin, who went in at Flaming. Like I can't remember what team it were. Um it was someone at dying Leeds but he brought in like Jamie O'Hara at 37 year old he brought in all these old players there was
2: a guy at Darlington I think there was Um he built a stadium that was twice the size for the number of fans he got on the best ever day and he, he, like you say he, he went over overboard because it was all gambled on him getting promoted a bit like Leeds and I think if you've got a fan yeah, yeah. I think that it, it does it does Make, make, make your vision blurred if you like. So you end up making decisions that you wouldn't as as a as a businessman. can I say with bless you? Cough it up. Go
0: on. Uh, I'm trying, sorry. I, 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 I was halfway through a laugh, through a laugh and coughing. Because I looked oh, to the side remember, of it and Kate's falling asleep.
2: Now,
0: you were, you, Kate's you were, falling asleep with her with her phone in her hand and it just went both, and she went. <laughs>
2: You're, so, you're a, spit, you're a spitter, not a swallower, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, too much, too much. Um, but let me just say, because when we, we've we been there once, Leicester, we went out of business, we were saved by Miel Heskey and we were saved by with Gary of that consortium, and all the best to Rooney because somebody's told me that he's actually paying some wages himself, so f- big up to the guy. As much as I would love to see Derby County in the third tier or in the fourth tier even, I'd want that to be because they were crap rather than the fact that they' yeah. points deducted because they've got our business I so would never I said, the same
0: with the I said the same with the Venkies. I said the same with the Venkies, you know everyone's like liquidate blab and go on get rid of them. Why? don't get rid of them. don't get rid of them. Let, let them let them flaming you know what's the word Fleming you know, fester down in the bottom divisions. <laughs> let them let him let them falter away down there and when we do draw a in cup let's give him an attitude, but mm. at least they're still there you've still got that rivalry you've still got that fact that let's laugh at little Blackburn down there mm. you know and that's that's what you want you don't want them to go out of business I think that's end of the day you yes you, I hate Blackburn Rovers with passion I can't go past the saying St. St. would Park on the M65 without going like that as I drive past you know I, I can't I really can't. It's an automatic reaction. It's like it's like a man with Tourette's, you know. It's just one of them ticks. As soon as I go past, <laughs> that's it, you know. And I start making sick noises every time I drive past Ewood Park. I don't drive past it on purpose. I don't make an habit of it. But you know, I, I try to stay you, away. You as much drive two
2: hundred miles round <laughs> down underneath Manchester and round and up to <laughs> just so you don't have to go past that. There. But <laughs> we do. We'll, we'll move on. But we do wish. Uh, yeah, we wish Derby County. All the best and hope that you can get through it. We've got a couple of topics left now and we'll be right back after this. It's back. Tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, it's the Big Fat Football Quiz. Yeah. And um, we are slowly getting through the Premier League teams. We've got Brighton coming up next. So, um, yes, Uh, uh, tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And I know I shouldn't really talk about quizzes with you, Dan, because (laughs) I don't know if Charlie's still here, but I was waiting for the uh, right moment to... uh, I don't know whether I've still got his comment here. Um...
0: I'm sure you have, Christopher. I'm sure you have.
2: I'm sure I have. Here we go. Charlie, big up, guys. Did you enjoy last night, Dan?
0: No, I slept dog shit, mate. Honestly, I feel really terrible.
2: I think he means in the quiz.
0: Oh, I can't remember doing (laughs) it.
2: I've got to be be honest with you. And no disrespect to the guy that does the channel. I watched the first bit and then I fast forwarded to the bit where they announced the result because he does do quite long shows. And was it twenty one ten to Charlie?
0: Yes, Chris, it was. But as you can <laughs> see, as you can see, my head is up my arse. It's snowing in here. Honestly, it's 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 raining tissues, which sounds really bad because I shouldn't say that on Chris's channel because we all know how his mind works. Um, but. You know, That's it was funny. one of those I'm not making I'm not gonna make excuses. It, it, was pretty it sounds like fast. you
2: are. It sounds
0: like he was fast how, off how the, the off the off the mark.
2: How old are you, Dan? 30 now. Um, 12. And, and how old is <laughs> no 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 thirty you are. Either that or you your head's upside down for your age. <laughs> how how old is uh, how old is Charlie?
0: I'll put it one way, he's four pints more than I got. <laughs>
2: I tell you, I tell you, mate, I mean, yes, I, I'm I'm I, well, I would have I would have paid Rich to take that down. I've got to be honest with you, but uh, but no, fair enough. I'm drawing you're up you're the invoice, mate.
0: I've been throwing up the invoice all, all day.
2: <laughs> you're you're gonna be doing a quiz soon, aren't you? Displaying your quiz. I will your be quiz. doing, yeah.
0: Yes. I will be doing so obviously you know, it seems that it's started to become a bit of the uh bit of the known thing now between content creators quizzes are coming out and about and why not why not uh it's nice it gives a bit of a break it's just a preview stuff and it just goes to it just sort of gives you a bit of a um you know (laughs) well yeah i hope i know you're on about charlie there Anthony Um, (laughs) but yeah no it was just hopefully we'll do all right we've got a couple of rounds lined up which should be interesting uh and yeah you just be there or be square. Uh, I will I will be announcing it in the next couple week or so, so let's see.
2: Yeah, we have got VAR <laughs> registration tomorrow, Terry. That is very good. We have indeed. We have indeed. Is that the only I, question yeah. you're going
0: to ask him? Is that the only question you're going to ask him? Question one, is VAR yeah. wrong or right? Uh, question yeah. two, what do you think of VAR?
2: <laughs> well, Dan, i am going to say, and because you are a true fan, so I just thought that we would... Maybe just sort of, you know, see how good you you really are with your knowledge. We have seen you, obviously, now. But can you name the Burnley team, and I want all the 11 starting players, when you beat us in the third round FA Cup playoff on the 9th of May 1974? Oh, come on, it's an easy <laughs> one, that. It's a homer, that one. Come on, that's easy. <laughs>
0: is there?
2: I, I'm joking, there? mate. I'm joking. You know, that was... To be fair, first, be first nice. I
0: thought, oh, and Leicester, I thought that would be good. I'll, I'll, I should know this. 19 is uh, he taking the... so what?
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I did check before we came out. How sad I am. I did actually check before we came on. And it was the last ever third-place playoff in the FA Cup final. Wow. And you beat us 1-0 <laughs> on the 9th of May 1974.
0: What you'd I'm give going to go for a wild stab team. in the dark at one player. One player out that team. I'm going to say someone like 70s. Uh, uh, you. You know, I, haven't,
2: I haven't got the team up so you
0: could say anybody.
2: And yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know. But that was kind of, I believe, the standard of questions <laughs> that were coming up yesterday. But, um, All i
0: say is spot on.
2: <laughs> <It's fast laughs> hey watch our show tomorrow seven o'clock uh craig the quiz master is back uh as as is um the brighton guy who's joining us tomorrow i watched uh, the and program
0: we- on craig growing up called the demon headmaster <laughs>
2: <laughs> hi scott how you doing how the devil are you how you sir? doing scott uh, Terry says my wife's mate's got VAR in a bedroom to tell her will be if he's on the side I thought you are going to say to say whether he was in or not um, you know. No, no, you're, you're an inch out there mate What do you mean that's all you've got you know, Right Okay um, Terry, you, you, you've been the worst out in me Terry, can you imagine VAR in the bedroom you know, oh the fact that you, Every the fact that you got two people either side of the bed with flags,
0: <laughs> and you'd be allowed. He to... says she's got concussion, so you'd be able to substitution.
2: <laughs> to be honest with you, Dan didn't hear a word of that. You were breaking up. You sounded like a robot.
0: I said, uh, I said it won't surprise me to be honest. I said when they say that you've got a headache, you're allowed to make a substitution because a concussion. So that's that's always a plus. <laughs>
2: Well, I had heard that Kate actually, she uses flags as well in, in, in your bedroom. It's basically to guide you in, like, like in an airport. that way. That way. <laughs> David, David, good evening. So you broke up again then. Sorry, Dan. Uh, great show and content. You work well together. Unfortunately, we do appear to. Yeah, we do appear to. David, are you in the group now? I got your email. I did reply. You should be in the group now. Right. Going on to um, and the next topic, international breaks. We had one in yeah. September. Why the hell are we still having international breaks? We had the Nations League, which I thought was meant to get rid of um, the friendlies. But no, apparently we still have friendlies. The thing I like about the Nations League is that we are playing teams of our own standard. To win
0: something. You know,
2: but... We're qualifying for competitions. We're in groups that, if we don't get out of... It's like putting Man United in League Two sometimes with some of the teams that are in there. If you don't get promoted, you want shooting. You know, I mean... The excitement, do you remember? I think, I think it was when Glenn Hoddle was England manager. We went to Italy and we got a draw and we qualified. And and it was the excitement, oh god, we've got Italy in our group, we might go out. You know, there's none of that now. Oh, we've got Andorra, that'll be exciting. And oh, follow that up with San Marino and 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 maybe, you know, Albania. Was, I mean, it, it's a and I know I'm going to sound like I'm, I'm advocating the ESL here, but why not just, if they're going to do this, why not put those teams straight in and then have the other teams play play off against each other to, to, to qualify? Because at the moment, it's almost like FIFA and UEFA are doing an ESL because the likes of Albania, the likes of Peru, and the, the likes of Australia will not now, like they used to, Peru I can remember in the World Cup, Australia, I can. But they're never going to get in now because of the way it's set up. It's almost like they are doing um, um, an ESL themselves.
0: Yeah, it's, it's silly, really. Um, you've got a for, you know, year around Christmas. You are breaking
2: up, Dan. I don't know what's... I
0: don't know. I don't know why I'm doing that.
2: You're frozen and... You, we're, we're frozen. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Talk it. Actually, before you come out, just talking of frozen. Oh, behave. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, baby. Yeah.
2: Mrs. Riley was never frozen with me. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> no, you are definitely, you are, you are freezing and doing the robot, and uh, you, you're very, uh, Breaking up when you're
0: talking, right? I don't understand why it's doing that.
2: I it, know it was it was going well. Well, it's getting late in Burnley and everybody's turning the electricity off. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I,
0: honestly, I, I don't understand why it's doing that. I really don't.
2: But players have just come back in September, and we're having an international break. It's too early, isn't it? So you sound like you sound like metal (laughs) mickey just showing my age there (laughs) what's kate doing to you at your end
0: (laughs) nothing unfortunately Uh, (laughs) i don't know why it's not working
2: Kate must have cut Dan's <laughs> allowance on the internet privilege. He uses he uses it all on porn. he doesn't have anything left for these uh, for these shows. This is why he's not been doing shows recently. But um,
0: but yeah, I, be better I just, now. I,
2: yes, it is better now.
0: Right, I've took I've took the speakers out. Let's let's try let's try that way.
2: Right. So, do you think an international break? but basically four or five weeks after we've kicked off a new season is too soon. I think (laughs) it's every time you speak. (laughs) What do you guys think of in the chat? Do you think, um, do you think it's too soon to have an international break?
0: Clear to see my internet wants an international break.
2: You, you you want to pay your bloody bills, mate. That's what it is. Has <laughs> that guy gone on strike that comes around and turns your lights off every night in the street? <laughs> He's not working. <laughs> I think Dan, okay. you're gonna have to maybe log out and log back in again because we're not we get like three or four words and then you just freeze again. Log out and and log back in again and see if that helps. Don't don't know. I can. He's not. I'm looking at him in the green room and it's not a pretty sight for me because all I've got is a frozen picture of Dan's face. Um. Yeah. It isn't. It isn't nice. It isn't nice. He's not. He's not moving at all. No, he's not moving at all. I don't know what he's what he's doing. If you when you get back, give me a wave, Dan. Hello, Mrs. Riley. But I think I think international breaks are too too soon. And you know, the smaller clubs or smaller countries are saying, like, are you really, you know, not not wanting to play us? Is it, you know, you know, for, for us to play you, it, it's like brilliant, and the fact that we get you, um and I get that. It is, you know, it's like Leicester coming up into the Premier League and winning it, you know. But I can remember, like I say, when Peru got through to the World Cups, Australia did, you know, all these African nations when they started to come through. And that's what you want to see. You don't want to see Germany or Brazil winning it and taking it in turns to win it. But, Scott, um, David says here, and it's an excellent, excellent point, I just wonder when they expect the players to recuperate It's not stopping league play, tournaments, cups, now friendlies. Then we worry that the players get injured. Why are we surprised? Indeed, Scott says here, I think the international break could be a blessing for us. But is it? Because I tend to say, let's say we've got a squad of 25. I don't know the exact number for the Premier League, but let's say 25. I'd probably say 18 of those are off in some form on international duty. So they're not getting together with the rest of the Leicester squad to um to practice and to to, to to train uh and the chances are they could get injured could catch covid it is all absolutely ridiculous and it is yes scott there are too many international breaks these days i think they have one in september we've just got back into it people are, you know teams are getting together they're getting to know each other new teammates we're all getting excited again and then it's Let's stop, let's stop, Hayden, Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Thanks for joining us um we've got we've got Dan back I think so, yes, I think you're back from out space. Just turn around now without that look upon your face.
0: hey, if that looks any anything like earlier when I was staring at you, then uh
2: yes, that was scary. I tell you, but then again, it is Halloween month, isn't it, you know.
0: Um, it, is, it is. I'm trying to get the ed- headphones to work. But...
2: but David says here, for us, yes, I think we needed this time off. But it isn't time off. Our players aren't. Yeah, it's like when the big, so-called big, rich, whatever you want to call them, six, they know we play too many games. And as soon as the season's over, they're flying off to the Far East or, or South America on, on tours to earn money. So they're not, you know... <laughs> They're not giving themselves a break either. Um, it's not just that
0: though, Chris, as well. There's also all the stuff with COVID, and you know, yeah. you can only travel to certain countries, you know, all this red, amber, green stuff. It's you know, that's that, another that was impl- the case impl- earlier,
2: yeah. That was, we did actually say that while you were off twiddling your knobs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um where are we here? Uh, September, this was a this was um the fa on the website statement regarding september fever interna- fifa international break premier league clubs unanimously decide not to release players for international matches in red list countries next month and then you got you got the the, the, the farce of brazil argentina when you know officials on the pitch to stop the match i just i just think there's too there's just too much football and i know I know we used to say, oh, you know, when I was a lad, they used to play twice a week with a leather ball in the wet and, you know, they, they, they come off at half-time and have a fag. But there are more competitions these days. And if you want to become a Premier League team, you, chances are that your players are going to be international standard players or a good of course, 50% yeah. of them, you know. And I just think... There isn't a chance to give to to have a break to give the players a rest, you know. Um, I think what Scott said, you know, he agrees there's too many international breaks. But like he said, it's probably come right for us now. Um, but as they're not going to get a rest because half of them are going to be away, and, and are you going to get them come back with injury, come back with COVID, like you say? But um, yeah, yeah you know that was the international break but we're gonna and we always end up ne- uh when we do these shows we're gonna have a look at some some of the games uh from the last one i've just picked out two games that i think are well worth looking i know you've not looked at any because you couldn't be asked because you were a lazy bastard
0: <laughs> <laughs> um It goes back to what you said earlier, Chris, when you said fever international break. That's what it is. It's the international break, and I'm full of a fever, mate. Uh,
2: I didn't know. I thought (laughs) I got got away with that. Thanks,
0: sir. Thanks. (laughs) If it wasn't for you and those pesky kids.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're older than I thought you were. You you remember all these things. Oh, Scooby Doo. (laughs) Oh well and when well when you get to the end of the show, take your mask off and reveal who you really are underneath. It's Kate! I know. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Um don't be daft, Chris. Dan didn't freeze. It was a cover while he had a quickie. (laughs) Well, he has got all the tissues there, so quite possibly. And he did say a, that he just like Kate the half time. Is that right?
0: A magician never tells his secrets.
2: <laughs> you make something Oh, Kate can't hear me now, by the way. Oh she can. Oh. <laughs> She's a Digwin. When... Yes. I thought you looked excited on the last watch-along. Um, <laughs> Eden, uh, I agree that there are yeah, there are too many international breaks. And September 1, let's just get rid of it. Let's play less games. Or, you know, even if you've got smaller groups, groups of just, say, four or something like that, but let's make it more exciting as well. Let's get some of the big teams playing each other. It's great when, when teams go and get through, even as an England fan. But anyway, the games that I've picked out here there's two that i want to look at one at the start of the month uh well both of them sorry towards the end of the month sorry and one of the ones was brentford three liverpool three i mean brentford are i i actually said out of all three i thought brent were the came teams that came up we pretty much knew that Norwich would go straight back down we knew that watford would sack the manager and probably join them we thought it was going to be brentford that actually do well and and be improved right for once
0: no i agree i agree i think it's uh it's a bit silly um as i said to you chris it's um you know it's just one of those mate where kate <laughs> it's
2: you kate Come on. how how the devil are you
0: <laughs> bloody <in laughs> on christopher bloody on <laughs>
2: Uh, oh my oh, god, me. Kate. I tell you what, I tell you what, you look better with the makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna kill me, isn't she? She's gonna. Have
0: to <laughs> kill me. Look faces I'm getting over issues like that. I've never <laughs> seen her eyes as wide, and I walk uh, into bedroom naked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but she has to squint then, that's why you never see her eyes. <laughs> But <laughs>
0: <laughs> <You laughs> Mind
2: mm. you, as I always say, you know, when, when you've only when you've only got a flute and you've got to play in the Albert Hall, it's a bit difficult, isn't it? <laughs> it's
0: it, it's one of those though. As long as you can get a fine tune out of it.
2: Oh, you've got an echo, though. That's the trouble. 10 anyway, Brentford three, Liverpool three. Brentford are doing really... And I'm so pleased for them because I love to see Definitely. these clubs that come up, like Sheffield United. I'm so disappointed that they couldn't survive. I hope Leeds survive. It's great to see these other clubs coming up.
0: Definitely. I think um, Thomas Frank has uh, done pretty well. Um, he's... You know, it, the thing is with Brentford as well, they're another team. And going back to what we said earlier, he's <laughs> brought me there, Scott. <laughs> I mean, but going back to what we said earlier about teams that have been flirting around in the playoffs, Brentford have been doing that in the past couple of years. Yeah. They've been using sports science, they've been looking at things in the background of football, not just thinking about, you know, churning talent out on the field, they've been looking at everything and analysing a player, knowing that as soon as he walks through a door, they know his background, they know what he's about, his strengths, his weaknesses. I mean, I know every club does that sort of background checks, but sometimes it's always nice to get into sort of the science of it. Uh, I love that about that. Um, you know full well at the end of this season, people are going to talk about Brentford and say, oh, is it one of those second season syndrome? Is it going to catch up with them? You know, all pundits are going to go on about it. if you know. But as we're talking in the now, that result, what a cracking performance. I mean, the first game of the season, I know it was August, but the first game of the season against Arsenal, you know, yeah. they, they made you realise, you know what, we're not here to piss about. We're not here just to make up the numbers. Sorry, Jamie O'Hara, but we're not. <laughs> you know, uh, we, we, we're here to, to give it a go. And they have done. Uh, they've stepped into it perfect. And it's, it's an odd place. You know, it, it's, a, it's an hard place to go to. Um so so why not? You know, mm. to score three goals against Liverpool is 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 a massive achievement anyway. Yeah. Um to get a point, yeah. you know, it can only spur him on. It can only spur him on. Uh, as I say, I hope to God it's not just one of them one season wonders. Uh like as you say, you know, Sheffield United suffered. But who knows? At the moment, ride the wave, you know. <laughs> you know, as yes. what Rick Rio said, you know. But <laughs>
2: Mind at like, the if wheel. you were doing that, <laughs> if you were doing that, the game would be called off for uh, being flooded, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> Maisie, how you doing? But Maisie, uh, I how haven't you got your laugh you. up here, but uh, I, I, um, okay. we, we we love Maisie's laugh. Again, a great channel, Devils United. Uh, not sure what they were doing the other day. They were actually it was a Man United channel looking at Brentford. That, that's scary the fact that she came on just at that moment isn't it you know but uh yeah so what we're going to do moving on is we're going to sort of oh let's just have a look there's some um some things uh terry everton and brentford of this year's leicester yeah brentford could be i don't know about everton because they've been up there long enough let's be honest with you what leicester achieved would not have been such good news if we just stayed up and then had three or four seasons mid-table and then won it. It was the fact that we won it straight after the the escape. David says, Brentford are a breath of fresh air. I really love to watch how they spent so much time walking their stadium after the Arsenal win and how they hugged the fans. It was personal and touching. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, lo- I love them. Uh, no disrespect when I call them a small club, but it's great to see them up. This is what, despite Jamie. But compared O'Hara, to London teams, they are, aren't they?
0: Really, eh? the, the, the small yeah. fish in a big pond. When it comes to you know London-based teams.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, people thought last season says Maisie Everton done amazing and went downhill. Don't want to overestimate them yet. And what's happening at Man United? Oh, oh, bye, oh, bye, oh, bye, oh, oh. bye bye, Ollie. Bye bye, Ollie. Bye bye. But, well, what's it? What we're going to be doing is is picking like a a, a, a match of the month, one each every uh, every month. But as I say, you haven't, haven't done any homework, so I've picked them both this time. Um, you yeah. the other one was Arsenal three, Spurs one on the twenty sixth, and I'd had all the summer taking the piss out of Arsenal saying like, oh, trust the process and the process will get you there. And look at Emma Adonaco or whatever she was called. She had a process and it worked. Um, And yet Arsenal, they're now above us. And on that game, if they played like they played against Spurs in that first half, they should be fifth, sixth and and battling for it. It was an amazing performance, Arsenal.
0: Yeah, they did really, really well. Um, You know, and... I'll still, I'll still say it. You know, a lot of people go. The thing is, with Arsenal's fan base, they go from flaming, I mean, <laughs> they go from, uh, you know, Arteta in, Arteta out. You know, it, it, it's they need to make their mind up on what the situation is. And I mentioned certain, well, I won't mention certain people, but there is certain people that are like that. You know, when it's going right, it's going right. Mm-hmm. I get that, but you've got to, you've got to look at the bigger picture. You know, you you say the same about Arsene Wenger in the long run. You said that he was, you know, he overstayed his welcome. You keep saying Arteta out. He should have gone years ago. You can't change all on the back of one result. It's it, it's mad. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was an absolute fantastic result. It always will be, you know, getting a win over your rivals. It's brilliant. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody saw it coming at all. You know, Spurs over the past couple of years have been a dominant force in terms of when it comes to the... You know the rivalry, but it's the same again in rivalries. You know, foam goes out of the window. It's one of those where who who wants it more? Who's who sat in that dressing room listening to the fans smashing the back of the stands, flaming, soaking all that in, and then pouring it out on the pitch for ninety minutes.
2: Okay, who... I, I take your point there about the derbies. But I wonder if the derbies are mean as much as they used to years ago because you no. know. Arsenal will play Spurs and the fans will be yeah, really up for it. Half the players that are playing for Arsenal and the other half are, for Spurs aren't and you know aren't English, aren't born in this country, so probably don't appreciate the rivalry that there is. No. So I don't think the players, when you say, Oh, yeah, it wasn't as good a game as it used to be, but I think that's down to the fact of, of the players.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could be worse. It could be the Merseyside derby, couldn't it? You know, the the friendliest derby in the world. I thought um,
2: that was a, a Rangers versus Celtic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, it's, it's the thing is, it, it's one of those where, yeah, rivalries aren't the same. If you play each other season in season, out, okay, yeah, brilliant. You get to face each other. It's about bragging rights. do yeah. you know? I don't. I don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, who's Manchester's derby? Is it Manchester Liverpool? Is that the biggest derby? Because I think Man United, Man City, since they've got money, it's become a bit of a rivalry. But beforehand, they didn't give a shit. Mm. You know, it, it, it's it's one of those, like recently, I, I say Burnley's, Burnley's rivals recently are probably Arsenal because of the, the controversy that's happened in games, those 90th minute handball decisions, or, you know, and, and, and things like that. So it's things like that that make you riled up. So when it comes to Arsenal, and you come to these teams, and you've had some at go against you, you're like
2: we you struggle get... at the moment for a a derby game because all out. You were asking me earlier, sort of, who are like you know local rivals, yeah, yeah. and it's it's Forest Derby and Coventry and. Um, we haven't played them in, in absolutely years. Um, and we struggle to say that it's Aston Villa because they're the only other Midlands club in there. And to be honest with you, I feel more oh. that we our rivals are a bit like Tottenham after the, the way we won the, the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. I, there's that sort of rivalry is built up. But yeah, I mean, me, me, de- <laughs> I'm going to call you Daisy then. Oh, my God. <laughs> <You know. laughs> uh, more Gin Vicar. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Oh God! There we go. Um I, <laughs> Maisie says there. So I was thinking of Maisie and her key ring. She'll tell you about that one day. Uh, <laughs> players were hugging. I mean, yeah, you know, you, did, uh, you, know, you can't. You
0: know, you it's a bit like them. boxing, though, isn't it? It's mm. a bit like boxing. You know, Tyson Fury's going all on about Deontay Wilder. Your big shit house. Your big bum dosser. And then next, you know, next breath. Next breath, it's one of those where it end at end at thing that they'll touch gloves. I mean, between Fury and Deontay Wilder, I think it's going to be different because I don't think there is any love lost there. Um, but you come up against a paw- an opponent in boxing, you shit talking beforehand, you know, you build it up just like Sky Sports do at uh, regular. They build all these big games up, don't they? It's Liverpool, Manchester United this week, and then it, it, it's an absolute bore fest. Yes,
2: yeah, it has it has definitely gone. now I. Gonna be honest with you. There's not often that I put self-control into my <laughs> into my uh, into my thoughts, my words. Maybe before I do this next button, uh, this next uh, comment, I should just put this up at the bottom. Um, <laughs> but Mais- uh, Maisie says, uh, "Where are we?" <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this. Can call me Daisy if you like. I smell like daisies today. Is that is that instead of tuna? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Garlic <laughs> bread. <laughs> Honestly. That, that's this is Chris's humor, guys. Yeah, I think you all know the long you're this is that's it. He'll be gone now, he'll be in a fit of laughter. Look, <laughs> there he is, there he is, the face of the company. He's back. I can't,
2: I can't, be, I can't believe I said that. Oh, god, <laughs> we all can, we all can, Chris. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um I'm gonna tell you Daisy knows me well, you know. Uh, and um and Heather, my daughter. Um, she said, I bet Devils United doesn't smell of daisies. She's a lady, Heather, she's a lady. Uh Devil's United yet yeah, garlic bread. That was just a burning smell. Yeah, we won't go there. Um so those are the two games that, that we, we've looked at. Uh that basically to me, was stood out as, as you know, be, being something special. What well, I've just got to say on the last game, Dan, uh, is what the hell Were Burnley, Burnley but, technically put three past us? Go to Norwich, you couldn't bloody score.
0: It was one of those games where literally you threw everything, the house, the missus, you know, next door neighbour's house, kitchen yeah, sink.
2: They threw the missus back, didn't they?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's
2: like a fish again, you know you get and then you take them back. <laughs>
0: uh, and that's it. Clearly, the neighbours weren't interested in an old trout, so they had to they send it. Behave,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah.
0: Speaking of old trouts.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs>
0: no, it, it was. It was really one of those where literally we threw everything at them. You know, the referee. Uh, yeah, of course she's she's gonna say that. Of course she's gonna say that. She's a she's a child of
2: of utter taste.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. She's clearly had a sense of humour over a laugh. Anyway, I think that that's all I'm going to say on that matter, Chris. <laughs>
2: Uh, what do you mean? Your, your kids were disowning you in the car the other night, <laughs> oh, and they still do. Don't worry about it. Still do. <laughs> oh, devils! I think actually, Kate, stick yourself in, Kate. Sit yourself on camera. Go on, you've done it once.
0: She definitely won't. She's given me a death stare.
2: <laughs> Who is Kirsty? Is that Mrs. Riley? Is it? Yeah,
0: yeah. That's my first name. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I, I didn't, I never knew her first name because (laughs) you didn't get that far. No, when we were together, she always insisted I call her Mrs. Riley. You know, (laughs) (laughs) which wasn't quite as romantic when you go, "Oh yes, Mrs. Riley. Yes, yes, Mrs. Riley." (laughs) I can't believe I'm doing that. And my daughter's in the chat.
0: It's all right, Heather. I just sit here and lap it up and just think, you know what, he'll get bored eventually. I really hope he'll get bored eventually. But he never does. He's persistent. (laughs) Don't don't get me wrong. You've you've lasted
2: a long time tonight, Dan, but that's only because we've not got a 14-year-old up against you. (laughs) 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 Um, Terry says, Norwich is close to the seaside. Burnham are actually on the beach. (laughs) Sorry, Dan.
0: (laughs) I can't. I can't argue. It. It. The thing where the performance were there, the attacking intent were there. It. It. It's. It shows volumes when Tim Krull and Grant Hanley are named in a, a team of the week because we were literally peppering them left, right, and centre. Yeah. Um. You just. We just couldn't finish for love nor money. The ball wasn't. You know. It just. It just was one of those is- days. <laughs> You're at that age now, Chris, where if you pay money, you'll find love.
2: There you are. I'm firing blanks, I tell you. I haven't got any money left anyway.
0: Anyway, Kirsty's got a a catalogue, I'll send it over.
2: (laughs) Kirsty took all my money, it's pretty expensive, I tell you. (laughs) 50p ago, she was. Cheaper than a ride at Alton Towers.
0: <laughs> and you didn't have to queue off as long.
2: <laughs>
1: I, I didn't why? feel sick when I got why off. Do I have, why
0: <laughs> do I join in? That's my word. Why do
2: I join in? I don't know. I say, but don't tell her I was sick when I got off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, are, we, are, England, are England, as he says, trying to get some decorum back? Uh, are England actually playing this weekend?
0: Yeah. Um, I don't even Saturday against Andorra.
2: Well, that's not exactly going to be uh, worth staying in for, is it?
0: No, but definitely no,
2: not. I've actually got two podcasts on Sunday, uh, both from America. I should have done it for Saturday, then I could have got out of watching the game. <laughs> daniel it's it's been a pleasure for you and um, now, <laughs> now, now that you put your money in the meter that horse and uh, yeah, true. that is true yes and uh you, you you're working again um give give you give your channel uh channel a shout out
0: so yeah uh we are under turf at turf more house um, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and also Spotify, don't let me forget that, Chris. I'm sure I know you won't. Um, <laughs> obviously, we are going to be venturing out to further podcasts as well. Uh, it is sorted on Anchor, I completely forgot because Anchor's the way through. Chris told me about Anchor, and I think the only reason he told me about that is because it rhymes with uh, something he's been called quite often, uh, which is a, a tanker, would you believe? It is.
2: If you've seen my stomach, guys, you know, you would know. You'll
0: take for a sex machine, Chris. Yes. Yeah.
2: Can't believe it's not butter either. I'll tell you. Just lard. Just lard. It's, it's full of lard. i tell you. I wobble when I walk now, you know, like Weebles used to.
0: No, but thank, thanks, for, thanks for having me on. I'm looking it's forward all right. to we'll doing this. You every every back on now. <laughs> that I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, we, we bounce... I'm gonna rephrase that before I say we bounce off each other. Um, basically, you know, we have that.
1: I don't know I'm what to say. I you can't it, say. We I'm have that chemistry. You'll we'll say
0: something. I can't say we bounce off each other because you'll say something. I'll see you in October, guys. That's
2: <laughs> <laughs> not if we see you first. <laughs> we'll see if YouTube will commission a series out of this. <laughs> this was the pilot. Um... <laughs> Kate says yeah great watch if I almost nodded off watching you <laughs> until next time um, don't talk about Dan like that when you're in the same room if anybody wants to see what Kate looks like go on to Turf Morehouse TV on YouTube and there's, they did a show recently about the third shirts she's actually live on there well, I say live. She was next to Dan. Dan might have had his hand up a Jaxi controlling her. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know just, not. But... Just letting you know, Chris, she is real. I never made her up. All gingers <laughs> can get other partners.
2: <laughs> you, uh, don't give her a love bite. Whatever you do, she'll fart and fly out the window.
0: Cheers <laughs> no, for me on that, Look <clears throat> I just, Trust me, Tara. It's the other way around. <laughs> it's the other way around. Sometimes I get the odd message going. Have you got internet at your house? Yeah, I thought you were. She, she messages. Have you got internet at your house? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm only on my four G. You've been bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: well, hey mate. No, thanks for coming on it, it. It was it was almost a laugh, and we will be back. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah. Um... No, no
0: issues performed in the making of this video. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god, we're gonna do that program, that uh, Ian Wright type program We we try and make up to,
0: to, to, to get that, we need to get that sorted, that um yeah. having a laugh.
2: Yeah. I need I I have actually gotta go, I've got to go and do the Hoovering now, you know. I've I've bought a new Hoover. Well the old one wasn't think... working, it was just collecting dust. Oh,
0: I'm not having that one.
2: <laughs> no, you're dying to laugh, aren't you? You're dying to laugh. Itchy face, a lot, it's your face, Chris. I can't help it. <laughs> when you're in that predicament, well, when you're, in that predicament at and me you're then. somewhere, there, I yeah. can't help it. At least I didn't freeze on you. I mean, I had to stare at that <laughs> your frozen picture. You know, it was worse than worse than looking at fish fingers for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. See you both. Cheers, Terry. Cheers, David. David, I hope you're in the group now. Thank you very much. Thanks, everybody else to Thanks for Kate for putting up with Dan and uh and, and looking after him when he's he's ill with um with man flu. He's off now to suck a fisherman's friend, if Kate's finished with him, and I'm sure he will be better for the next time. <laughs> Thanks a lot, mate. All the best.
0: Thanks for having me on, and uh, I'll see you guys in October.
2: God, that sounds too soon But I will see you then Thanks a lot mate, take care Bye bye Thanks Thanks to Dan uh, For coming on there We we always go off track uh, Probably as well we actually do This show at 9 o'clock Rather than 7 (laughs) For obvious reasons It's after the watershed Right, don't forget uh, you can go on to Leicester Till I Die TV and you can watch the rather disappointing new shirt show. Um, it's put the, put the Home and Away kits together and we've come up with an overall table. Um, guess who's got the worst shirt? Home and Away, you know, voted together. Get over and have a look and find out. Next uh, Friday, we have, not next Friday, tomorrow Friday, we have got uh, Brighton and the Big Fat Football Quiz uh yeah <laughs> hopefully he'll do better than Dan did against the fourteen year old oh did I say that again and if you want to catch up on the shows, don't forget we are on twitter at Leicester t i d facebook Lester till I die the group youtube Lester till i die t v please give us a like and a sub on youtube. it is um much appreciated podcast they'll be up in 10 minutes uh amazon apple itunes google apple anchor uh spotify and podcast addict and if you've got a smart speaker just ask yours to play the podcast lester till i die and you will get all our podcasts thanks so much for joining thanks so much for coming on and watching and joining in hope you've enjoyed it i'll see you tomorrow night with craig for the quiz at seven good night Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and
0: news on Leicester.
2: Thanks for watching Leicester till I die.
1: This is Chris saying goodbye, and see you next time. Sport Social Podcast Network. The Talk Sport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However.